The following program is sponsored by Wealth Enhancement Group. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Wealth Enhancement Group or its guests and do not reflect the opinions of News Talk 830 and Odyssey, Inc. Advisory services offered through Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Certain but not all investment advisor representatives at Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services are also registered representatives of and offer securities through LPL Financial Member FINRA, SIPC. Wealth Enhancement Group and Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services are separate entities from LPL. Wealth Enhancement Group is a registered trademark of Wealth Enhancement Group, LLC. Sound strategies to make sense of your financial life. Answers to everyday questions pertaining to your money. Brought to you by Wealth Enhancement Group. Helping you to plan and invest with confidence and clarity. After all, it's your money. Hello, I'm Susie Jones and welcome to Your Money. If you have a financial question for Bruce Helmer or Peg Webb, you can call this number 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. It is 888-6-ADVICE. And you can... Certainly email your questions to your money at wealthenhancement.com. During this show, you can call or text our studio line at 651-461-9226. Now, here is Senior Vice President Financial Advisor Peg Webb, along with Bruce Helmer, founder and financial advisor of Wealth Enhancement Group. Peg, Bruce, what are we talking about today for the holidays financially? Good morning. Can you both hear me? Yes. Okay. I, I'm not sure that Bruce can, but... Uh, That's okay. You can so talk for a the, while. One of the things that I do is I believe that this is the most wonderful time of the year. And I'd like to tell a little story about myself because I look forward to the season, but it just busts my budget sometimes because, number one... I love Hallmark movies and I look at all the decorating that they do. And then I decide that I want to get a tree to look like them. So I'm on a mission, you know, getting all the decor to change my trees around. I also love to entertain. So food and entertainment in your budget kind of forget, you know, shrimp and roast beef and all these things to have, you know, uh, dozens of people over is expensive. And then I am a budget person, so you're going to laugh at this. I actually have a folder for every gift I've given everybody for every year. Wow. And I I have it listed as to what did I spend that particular year. You are amazing. Part of that is (laughs) that I just don't want to forget and give this the same thing, right? That's smart, (laughs) right? Right. And I do like to kind of keep it in that same price range. Um, and then also I find, and I hear clients tell me this, that traveling is very expensive. So everybody's bebopping all over and, and trying to see one another. And even if you travel by car, you know, with the cost of gas is up. Um, and then lastly, Susie and Bruce, um, I can't wear the same outfit every year, so I have to go shopping for that holiday outfit. So by the time I get done and, and I'm at the bottom of my budget ledger, I mean, I'm always surprised at how much money um, it actually takes. But because I'm a budget person anyway, I've got a whole category that's for Christmas and holiday, and so that I can mentally spend without fretting about it, where I know a lot of people out there, you know, this time of year comes and it kind of is like a Debbie Downer because they know that maybe they haven't saved and they also want to give a lot. So what do you do in that situation if you've got yourself behind the eight ball 
and you want to spend, but you don't have it. I mean, what's a way around that that you might handle it, at least maybe for one year? You know what I mean? Maybe the next year you set that goal, but this year, what would you do? You know, um, I'm not embarrassed to say, but when I first started out, my kids were little, and, you know, we had our children when we were young. I personally used the layaway at Kmart, and I, I Googled to see if that is still a possibility today to be able to lay away, and Kmart came up again. So they give you 8 to 12 weeks to pay for things, and so that may work for some families. But then also, it may be a little late this year, but you need to plan ahead already to next year. Um, I think, too, with the holidays, it's such an emotional time and a happy time, but it can be sad for people, you know, that may not have the funds and want to give. And then I don't want to go without saying as well is one of the categories on my um, holiday list is charity. And I, I feel like these times of year, we witness um, firsthand, you know, how we're fortunate and some are not. And so um, you, everybody hears the bell, you know, at the Salvation Army, and that kind of just give, gives you, gets you in the spirit of giving. So I just encourage people to put charity on the budget list as well. All right. And again, what about impulsive shopping? That is something that I suffer from. I believe it's in a, I would say jokingly, it's an, it's a disorder, but, uh, it is for some. It's a real thing. Um, because you do go out like a sugar rush and you think, Oh, this is such a beautiful sweater. Uh, my sister would love it. And then you have remorse after. I mean, talk about. Well, yeah, go ahead. Especially, Susie, when credit cards became popular. Um, the, the, the thing that happens is it's easy just to put out a card and say, okay, I'll pay it on a monthly minimum balance. I can, I can budget that monthly payment. But what happens is, is sometimes that, uh, gift that you're buying ends up costing twice as much because when you look at the interest that some of these credit cards have, wasn't really your intention to spend twice as much for that gift for that someone. But if you don't have the money or the wherewithal right away, you have to keep that in mind. The other thing that I used to do when I had to really watch my pennies and have small children is I um, did a couple things. I was one of those people that had separate bank accounts for all different purposes. So my holiday account had it separate account at the bank and it had nothing to do with the in and outs of my checking account. That was one way to be disciplined. And then the second way was if you take the cash that you budget for the holidays and you put it in an envelope and you're true to yourself and say, I'm going to spend this and no more, the way you can really track it is if it is, you know, greenbacks and it's sitting in an envelope and then utilize it that way. Um, also, debit cards instead of credit cards, where the debit card takes it instantly out of your checking account, uh, and then and and then you'll recognize it right away. Then the very last point, Susie, and this is another thing about myself, is during the holidays I get in the stores more than I get in the stores physically all throughout the year. Well, what happens is when I get in the stores, it might be one for my sister, one for myself. So I, 
I start to, <laughs> I start to, it starts to be very expensive because I'm like, oh, this is a great deal and I'm going to get it for my sister. But hey, I think I need that maybe even more so than she does. And then I'll put two in the cart. Oh, that's so funny. Another thing I read from our notes this morning is that you should make a set a limit on how much you're going to spend per person, you know, that, and that's, that can go from family to work, you know, secret Santas, et cetera, or friend gatherings where you want to play that game where you wrap a gift, then everyone draws a number and then you can steal the gifts from one another. I mean, this is a great time for gifts. You know, you're getting them for just about everything and setting that dollar amount, right? And no, it might not seem like much, but if you add it up to this party, that party, and Christmas or Hanukkah, it can be very spendy. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So um, once again, I think if you are a conservative, maybe a budget preparer, then those types of clients that I work with have no problem whatsoever. If you're kind of spontaneous and whimsical, and, um, you know, get into the holiday spirit because of the, you know, the bells ringing and the holiday music in the um, in the stores, then sometimes it might be best that you don't go in the stores. I mean, that you you do a lot of your shopping online and you create this list. And then I think it's easier to stick to a budget at that point. Now, one thing I can tell you is the shopping uh, time frame is up meaning it's accelerated where people feel uh, pressure about these supply uh, concerns. And so the statistics are coming out that people are shopping a lot earlier this year and not even waiting for kind of the Black Fridays or the deals that may be out there. And then these deals that are out there, sometimes you've got to still investigate whether it's just a hyped-up deal because they can say it's Black Friday, Cyber Monday, you still have to comparison shop. And then what I've done is I'm not as loyal to the stores that I used to just exclusively shop at. Now, because of the Internet, Susie, I'm able to Google. And if someone has it a lot cheaper, then I'm dropping that loyalty and going and buying it somewhere else. Which is probably smart these days because very competitive market out there, particularly as we just saw recently, Peg, in the financial news that inflation is gone up, you know, pretty fair amount. I mean, more than people had thought. So prices of things are more expensive as well. Yeah, I've actually personally noticed that, too. And and uh, I wanted to talk a little bit about um do you remember, Susie, when we used to make things? <laughs> we'd like make cookies and we would put baskets together. Yes. Or there's a lot of clients now that are um, have a hobby of making beer or, um, you know, kolachkis or something that is from their heritage. And so what I find is that people are getting back to that, especially with COVID and not having to race out of the house. Um, and we're still limited as to, you know, how many hours people are in the office or people are still a little bit conservative about should I go in the mall? They have more time to do some things like this and make packages for their neighbors or their brothers or sisters or something. Now, the, the question I have is, is that really cheaper? Uh, because if you don't have all the things to make things and you have to first go out and buy the pots and pans and all the things to make it, 
maybe in the first year it's not as a conservative um, idea, but uh, you may look at investing in it and then uh, considering doing it for multiple years. Peg, I this year have spent the year buying things along the way, like trinkets or smaller things that I think would be fun to open up at the holidays. You know, even if I don't know who it's going to go to, it's kind of a funky little thing that might be one of those gifts that you bring to a party that's wrapped. You know what I mean? Kind of going. I love along, that. Yeah. Yeah. Just silly stuff. You know, maybe a funny pair of socks. You know, they have those goofy socks that say all those funny things on them. Well, you get a pair of those. That's great. So yeah. let's make sure and- we're inviting our listeners and our texters that just to give them that number again. It is 651-461-9226. That's the text line. It is also the number to call. So if you have a question, uh, we're talking about preparing for the holidays financially, setting a budget, not overdoing it, and kind of thinking of different ways to give gifts. And we have Peg Webb and Bruce Helmer with us answering your questions as we make our way through the holidays. It's really hard to believe that is Thanksgiving not next week, but the week after, right? That's right. Mm-hmm. And I think that can, when you run out of time, that can also blow your budget, right? I mean, if it's, you only have 10 hours left till the party. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the other thing that I find, Susie, too, as we're, as we're thinking here, is I tend to reach out to a lot of my friends at this time of year. Hey, let's go have a happy hour or let's get together and enjoy the festivities or let's shop together. Well, that actually costs money as well. And people are not necessarily uh, prepared for that. But yet everything during the holiday season tends to um, add to the bottom line things that you haven't done before. So a couple of things I would say in closing here in the first half is that you really have to be smart about what you're shopping for. If you're just online and looking for ideas, but then this idea looks great, but yet it was twice as much as you wanted to spend on the person. If you're last minute shopper, normally those are the people who spend the most uh, because they're not calculated and they're not, um, they're not doing their homework. And then really and truly just set a budget and try to stick with it. Now, I hate that word budget because people just kind of tune off and they just don't want to listen to that. And they're saying, I'm a Debbie Downer. It's holidays. Let me just spend. But um, you have to just make that list and stick to it and don't uh, don't overspend or your 2022 is going to start, you know, a, a little bit sad because you're going to owe so much. Peg Webb, Bruce Helmer with us on Your Money. And we are talking about the holidays, of course, a wonderful time of year to get together with friends and family to celebrate good cheer, Thanksgiving, Hanukkah, Christmas, Kwanzaa, but can be stressful as well when it comes to finances. So we are going to walk you through some tips. We talked about budgeting and planning ahead and maybe a layaway program for you. And we invite your calls and texts at 651-461-9226. Peg, did you want to jump in here with the last minute? Well, the things that uh, we talked about today are the holidays, and and, uh, probably a big point that I made was um, adding up all the things that you would spend on, decor, food and entertainment, gifts, travel, clothes to go to the holiday, and don't forget um, charity. Uh, Charities at this time need money, 
more so than any of us need money. So even, it doesn't even have to be a big amount. It can just be a small amount. And I feel that you, not only will you feel good about it, but it's uh, for such a good deed. Very good. And there are so many to choose from. In fact, we have a Union Gospel Mission. We have Give to the Max Day here in Minnesota and so many places offering that kind of opportunity for people to give. So we'll touch on that as well as we move into the next half of Your Money. 651-461-9226. That is the number to call if you have a question. Or you can also text us at that number. 651-461-9226. It is Your Money, brought to you by the Wealth Enhancement Group. This program is sponsored by Wealth Enhancement Group. Advisory services offered through Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services, LLC. A registered investment advisor. Certain but not all investment advisor representatives at Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services are also registered representatives of and offer securities through LPL Financial Member FINRA, SIPC. Wealth Enhancement Group and Wealth Enhancement Advisory Services are separate entities from LPL. Wealth Enhancement Group is a registered trademark of Wealth Enhancement Group, LLC. Sound strategies to make sense of your financial life. Answers to everyday questions pertaining to your money. Brought to you by Wealth Enhancement Group, helping you to plan and invest with confidence and clarity. After all, it's your money. Hello, I'm Susie Jones. Welcome to Your Money. If you have a financial question for Bruce Helmer or Peg Webb, you can call this number 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and it is 888-6-ADVICE. And you can certainly email your questions to your money at wealthenhancement.com. During this show, though, you can text our studio line 651-461-9226. You can also call that line if you would like to ask a question directly. Now here's Senior Vice President, Financial Advisor Peg Webb, along with Bruce Helmer, Founder and Financial Advisor of Wealth Enhancement Group. Peg, take it away. Hey, it's Peg and Bruce. Bruce, are you there? I am. Can you hear me? We can hear you good. Very well. Okay, Peg, i got to give you credit publicly. Peg is the technological genius that figured out how to bring me into the show. So thank you, Peg. <laughs> I felt so left out. I could only hear Susie. I didn't hear you at all, Peg. And then when I was talking, I was hearing myself. And anyone that's ever done that, listening to your own voice in your head, a millisecond after you say it, it's very distracting and very disconcerting. I'm like, I can't do this for a whole hour. This is crazy. So thank you for fixing it, whatever you did. Yes, and when we have guests on, I normally connect them in this way, so it wasn't anything new today, it, uh, so it was easy to do. But so, Susie, um, you and I and Bruce, you heard Susie, uh, we were talking about the holidays and what a wonderful time of year. I absolutely love it. I just think that it's such a fun time, and the only negative is it, of it is having to budget, but yet the shopping is so fun. Uh, what I thought we would do, Bruce, is we would ask again to get listeners uh, involved because there's probably lots of questions. It doesn't have to be on holiday budgeting. Uh, one thing that I will tell you is the end of the year is super fun when it comes to the holidays, but not quite as fun in our offices because the IRS and the government made year end on December 31st, which is right after the holiday. And what happens is, is that's crunch time for any activity that our clients need to do. We have got to get that in 
uh, probably a week before year end. So I see it as being a really fun time, but yet kind of a little stressful in that we're trying to make sure that we get all the documents and charity giving and all the things that our clients want us to do uh, in as well. Want to jump in here, guys? Yeah, it is you... a stressful time, but you're right. It is, it is a great time of year. And a lot of those things that we have to do before the end of the year for clients, um, again, I hear the clock ticking, but it's very rewarding as an advisor knowing you're helping your client do things that are going to be uh, make an appreciable positive difference in their life. So I really like it. Um, so why we're waiting for get listeners involved and drive this show, and again, the text or call number, I know Susie gave it, 651-461-9226. Uh, so we'll take questions. But I want to share one quick story. So Peg and Susie and listeners, I know we're going through a period of inflation right now. We've talked about it on the show. And we're coming into the holiday season, and we're saying don't overspend. Make sure you budget yourself. And yet a lot of the things that you'd want to buy cost more, which limit you and and, and force you to do even less than you maybe wanted to do. And I get the reality of that, but here's a positive spin. I went out and got my groceries um, yesterday for Thanksgiving. Turkey is 99 cents a pound. I got a 15 pound turkey for less than $15. I had a full grocery cart, all my vegetables, all the trimmings for my Thanksgiving meal, the whole kit and caboodle. I spent less than $75, and I thought, that is not bad at all. Big, you know, I, I, I thought it would cost a lot more. I don't know what I thought it would cost, but I was pleasantly surprised. Turkey is cheap right now, 99 cents a pound. Yeah, and I absolutely love turkey all year round, um, just for the protein. And the protein and uh, very little calories. So uh, all you have to do is dress it up with uh, with something. Uh, in, in Bruce, I, I like the the uh, aiolis now, the mayonnaise with all the flavors in it. Not so great for you, but. <laughs> uh, one... Yeah, the turkey doesn't have calories. It's all the stuff we eat with the turkey that has the calories. Yeah, and I'm noticing too, Bruce, as I'm going through my checklist of who I need to buy for this year, um, you know, there's, they aren't items where people are going to be able to uh, search and look at how much did Peg spend. You know, I like to find unique things. I like uh, websites like Etsy, where it is a lot of uh, independent people uh, that create things that are for sale. I have a lot, a really fun time going through that. So I, I don't know that you couldn't, I know inflation is up, but that maybe you spend 10 or 20% less and still be able to get an item that you feel like uh, the person that you're giving to will appreciate it and, um, and utilize it. All right, we do have some texts coming in, some questions. 651-461-9226. This texter writes, how about giving a gift to charity in someone's name as a Christmas gift? It's a win-win for all. That's always a great idea, right? I love that idea. I think a lot of people would appreciate that. Um, we recently, with um, our clients, we normally try to have some kind of a get-together for the clients in appreciation uh, at the end of the year. 
And with COVID, we haven't been able to do that now for the second year in a row. So uh, what we did is, is on our team, each one of us uh, decided who our favorite charity was, and then we did a little video as to why we picked that charity and why it, why we're compassionate about that one. And then the uh, the monies that we would have otherwise uh, spent on the appreciation, we ha- are giving to charity, and the clients absolutely love that. They love that we're giving back to the communities and, and actually, uh, in addition, the favorite charities that we have. And Susie, I think that's a great text because I think we in our minds think that we have to give something and it's got to be tangible. And uh, But I would say that probably 99% of the people that I buy for would th- say, thank you. What a great idea. Right. Bruce? I love that. I love that idea also. And again, I I love, Peg, what you said, because our clients, and I know we're blessed with the best clients and the best people on the planet, but when we've done those kinds of things, our clients would much prefer to do something for someone else than to get something for themselves. So so the texter's idea of a gift of charity in someone else's name, if, if, if that charity is near and dear to them, they're going to probably love that gift more than anything else they get for Christmas. I think it's an awesome idea. We have a call on the line from Steve in Mankato. But before we get to Steve, I wanted to tell you, Bruce, that someone just texted in and said you can get turkey for 87 cents a pound at Aldi's. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I paid too much, but I was... I was actually happy at 99 cents a pound. I bet you were. All right, Steve is in Mankato. You're on with Bruce and, and Peg. You love your I just could not. But I have a question. Is there any things that you could to get us mentally charged or oh. charged down before we get on the Internet? Okay, so, yeah. Chris. We're breaking up, so we're going to just sort of take his, uh, the essence of his question, I believe, is to charge up or down when you're approaching the, the holiday season, kind of get yourself in that mindset. And also another texture along those same lines, uh, talking to your kids and grandkids for a list of what they might like that then you can choose from, and then you can find shop some of those items. That I mean, the old Christmas list, you know, write it to Santa and have them send it to the North Pole. Peg or, or Bruce? Yeah, yeah, I'll start, Bruce, if you don't mind. I, I don't know uh, so much about this mentally charged and uncharged after the, I don't know if that's like a psychological thing, like you get all excited and then it's kind of a letdown after the holidays. Um one of the things that I, I do know is that if you are a person that loves to prepare, you know, and create lists and create budgets and write to-do lists, and those are the people that I tend to gravitate towards, and they're, those are the people that are kind of the get-done people. It's like, remember the the um, the quote, you know, if you want something done, give it to a busy person because that person is probably going to get that done. So one of the things when it comes to this uh, asking for what people want for Christmas, the first time I actually heard that, I was so disappointed. I was like, well, that takes all the fun out of it. 
I mean, now Bruce will agree. I'm a shopper and I love to get out there and shop (laughs) and think about other people. And then all of a sudden, if they're handing me the list, I'm like, well, this is not that fun. But I, I, I also uh, have discovered over the years that not everyone's like me. And so they actually really welcome these lists. And it, and it takes kind of the burden off maybe the mom and dad where the kid wanted this thing anyway. And um, and then you don't necessarily want to get the pajamas and the slippers and then the person doesn't even want them. Uh, and so that's kind of where our holidays have, have gone. Bruce? Yeah, I, gotta, I want to jump in. Thank you, Peg. So Peg and I have this disagreement every year, Susie. Um, and Peg, I have to tell you, uh, and I've told you privately, and I will say it publicly, the fact that you are so kind and so generous and so loving, and you want to take that time, and you want to go find something special for those loved ones, is an absolutely admirable trait and quality, and I love you for it. But the reality is that sometimes we think we're getting somebody a great gift, and it turns out they're not like us and they don't like the gift. And if they get a chance to ask for what they want, then they get what they want. And Susie, that segues into the real uh, disagreement that Peg and I have. Hmm. Peg, correct me if I'm wrong, but Peg hates gift cards. And I'm like, if you give them a gift card (laughs) within your budget, they can go buy at that store, whatever they want at their favorite store. And that's, that's, that's a great gift. And and, and and Peg just does not like that at all, right? <laughs> right. And I have not changed my opinion on that at all. Because <laughs> then, Susie and Bruce, all of a sudden, all you're doing is everybody's transferring these gift cards. Then I'm trying to say, well, I maybe, know. maybe you just stop even printing these gift cards then. Let's just say, hey, back at you. Like if you give a gift card and you get a gift card, um, I don't know. It's just the the spirit of all of it in in my head is is faded at that point. Well, I just find it difficult. All I know in, what you're saying. Yeah, it's difficult in general. A lot of times, to people handle gift receiving differently. You know, you work so hard and you think you got the best gift for that person, and they open it and their face is like, "Yeah, great, thanks," and you're like what <laughs> you know that disappointment factor when you think you gave the perfect gift yeah and you know what yeah, at the, at the I... end of the bruce at the end of the day i don't know if i care whether the person really liked it or not because it i i get the <laughs> <laughs> i get the charge out of it of, of really trying to figure out what they would enjoy and um and then you know Susie if they just don't give you the big smile and thank you and and sometimes it looks fakey but it's okay because i think i really love the experience of it not and and i try to get the right thing but i don't know that i get all depressed because they didn't you know go crazy about it afterwards right and i was going to jump in you, you talk- know i i actually and this is not i'm not trying to be boastful or anything but i'm actually uncomfortable getting gifts and opening gifts so people watch me and even if i like it i feel i don't know i feel awkward i much prefer being the gift giver and some of these old cliches sometimes cliches become cliches because they're true Um, sometimes something very inexpensive but from the heart 
whether it's words on a card or something that you made yourself, sometimes those can be the most treasured things, or maybe it's just time together. My Christmas gift is this year I got to be face-to-face with my kids when last year I couldn't because of COVID, and that's gift enough for me, time with loved ones. And so sometimes that stuff that you don't have to spend much money or any money on does become the most treasured gift. And the other thought I have, that's cliche, but it's true, it's the thought that counts, Peg, what you're saying. Yeah. Is, I put a lot of time and effort into this gift, and maybe I maybe I didn't hit a home run with them, but I sure tried, and it made me happy to do that. It's the thought that counts. Susie? Yeah, I just was going to say that that experiential gift is always fun as well. Uh, you you mentioned making cookies or going to a movie or going to a museum or going to a play and having it be just something special between, you know, grandma and one grandchild, not all 10 of them. But you know what I mean? Really making someone feel special and maybe not getting them a $200 Lego set, but instead taking them to a play that's a little different than just, uh, t- like you said, a tangible gift. Just an idea. I liked what you just said, Susie, in that you could give tickets and one of the tickets is for yourself and one of the tickets is for the other person. So you're kind of forcing them to be with you in in a way. But um, if it's special to yourself and that's what you want to do, I like what you said about um, experimental, like experience something together that um, or even just having lunch together, you know, uh, is great. So. When it comes to this budgeting, though, I don't want to make it seem like it's a small item. Um, I, I feel like this is the time of year when people absolutely uh, spend more than they probably do all year. And then, Bruce, I also see that when the stock market is good and, uh, you know, our balance sheets are better, uh, we tend to pick up a little bit and say, hey, it's been such a good year. I'm going to get so-and-so this extra thing. Well, um, make sure you write all this down. I was talking about earlier, Bruce, about writing everything down that I give because I don't want to repeat that gift, and I kind of want to keep it in the same price range. Um, But I also, full disclosure, write down what people gave me. And I just, you know, so I can remember and thank them again, maybe next year and say, hey, that was nice of you to give me that, um, you know, kit of whatever it was. So just a couple reminders there, Bruce. Yeah, really quickly, I'll throw, I'm going to throw the number out one more time in case we sneak in a question. But you actually segue the place I wanted to go, Peg. So 651-461-9226 doesn't have to be on holiday budgeting. But, Peg, where you went was where I was going to go next. So, again, we're, we're very in tune. If people have high if, – if consumer confidence is high, if people are in a good place financially, they probably will spend more than years, like maybe last year, the COVID year, if they were out of work temporarily or they took a cut in pay. So the stock market's high right now. The economy's been good. The market's been on a long bull run. And between inflation and talk of tax increases – I'm getting, I bet you this last week, no fewer than six times, people asking me about the crash or making comments that they know it's going to crash next year. Speak to that, if you would, Peg. I know it's a little bit off what we were just talking about, but I think it's something on a lot of people's mind because I'm hearing it on an almost daily basis. The market's got to crash. 
Yeah, Bruce, I'm glad you brought that up because one year ago today, at this time frame, everyone was saying that as well. So so let's just look at this because now we've got uh, returns, you know, north of 20% in the stock market. And um, I, I got those same questions. But I give the same answer. Your long money, money that you are not going to touch for, you know, let's say 10 or more years. Yes, you can live off the dividends now, but you're really not going to touch the principal for a decade of time. That's how I define long money. The question is, is your percentage that you have in the long buckets uh, acceptable to you? If it was a year ago, two years ago, then why would you change it now? Now, what I'm finding, Bruce, is that, yes, the stock market has done so well. We are doing some rebalancing where the percentage that we have in the stock market right now may be 2 to 5 to 7% more, and then we're taking those profits. But never, never try to predict where the stock market is going uh, because I've watched it for decades of time, and nobody knows. Nobody knows. Now, if you have a change, uh, a reason to change, and you have some bigger purchase that you have to make in the near term, and it's something new, well, then maybe you do take some profits off the table. Uh, but don't make this decision based on uh, the, your gut feeling, because that never works. All right. Yeah, and I know we're almost out of t- time, Susie. Just, uh, I just want to echo what Peg said really quickly. I, I love, and Peg explains long money and short money, you know, as well as anybody in the business. And as much as we say that on this show, Peg, I feel like, gosh, we talk about it all the time. In my experience with people in the world, they still don't get that, and that's still not what most people do. And frankly, that's not what most financial advisors do. That's what we do at Wealth Enhancement Group. I'm convinced that we're right, and everyone, anyone not doing that short, mid, and long-term money is frankly missing the boat. Thank you both for being with us this week. That is Peg Webb, Senior Financial President, Financial Advisor, Wealth Enhancement Group, and Bruce Helmer, the founder and financial advisor of Wealth Enhancement Group. Don't forget, if you have a question, you want to go directly to them. It's your money at wealthenhancement.com or 1-888-6-ADVICE. Join us next week, this time, for Wealth Enhancement Group, your money. Have a great week. The previous program was sponsored by Wealth Enhancement Group. All opinions or statements expressed on this program are solely those of Wealth Enhancement Group or its guests and do not reflect the opinions of News Talk 830 and Odyssey, Inc.